Hey, Peter Navarre here with the latest Substack and podcast. We're going to do a quick debrief on the Janet Yellen return from Beijing. And here we go. The Biden, Blinken, Yellen strategic competition doctrine and presidential politics. The recently completed trips of Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken to communist China have drawn a sharp contrast for voters in the 2024 presidential election. These trips have solidified the Biden doctrine of strategic competition and de-risking with China, which is as far from the Republican view as Beijing is from Washington. Yellen made clear that she, like Blinken, went to China at President Biden's directive to deepen bilateral communications after his meeting with President Xi last November. In other words, Biden owns this policy. Yellen likewise made clear, with an exaggerated bow and kowtow to the Chinese vice premier, that the Biden regime would not directly challenge communist Chinese economic or military aggression, its military aid to and oil purchases from Putin's Russia. China's enabling of Iran's nuclear weapons program now threatening Israel, the provocative stationing of a spy base on Cuba, or China's continued slaughter of Americans through the fentanyl trade. On these omissions alone, Republicans vying for the presidential nomination will likely have a field day. Yellen further stated that neither she nor Joe Biden viewed the relationship, quote, through the frame of great power conflict, unquote. Implicitly, she and Biden thus reject the long-held view of strategists like Professor John Mearsheimer that war between the established power of the United States and the emerging power of China is as inevitable as war was between Sparta and Athens. Unless, as the Republican position will be, China can be successfully decoupled from and contained. Brushing such concerns aside, Yellen instead proclaimed, President Biden and I seek a future of healthy economic competition between our countries. We, Yellen and Biden, believe it is possible to achieve an economic relationship that is mutually beneficial in the long term, one that supports growth and innovation on both sides." Unquote. In support of this lofty aspiration, Yellen offered the oft-repeated globalist talking point that China's growth has lifted hundreds of millions out of poverty. Here, of course, Republicans will be quick to point out the well-documented cost of China's rise, the shuttering of over 70,000 American factories, and the destruction of more than 5 million manufacturing jobs. What struck me most about both the Blinken and Yellen meetings was a sense of deja vu. During my four years in the White House, I faced the Communist China side across a negotiating table numerous times. In all cases, the Chinese refused to acknowledge the Trump administration's fair trade concerns with an avowedly mercantilist China, and China remained intransigent in accepting any solutions it might indeed make the relationship mutually beneficial. Stripped of rhetoric, the only difference between the Biden, Blink, and Yellen meetings and the ones I participated in is that President Trump responded to Chinese intransigence 
with stiff tariffs and other tough actions, while the Biden administration is simply conciliatory. A key point here, however, and one that Republicans will surely make, is that further Biden negotiations without tangible actions will simply prolong a status quo that favors China. Economically, China continues to run a massive trade surplus with the United States. This means on net, the U.S.-China economic relationship creates far more jobs in factories in Beijing, Shanghai, and Shenzhen than it does in Akron, Detroit, and Scranton. As a military side effect, America's trade deficit with China roughly equals China's military budget. In essence, American consumers are financing a Chinese military buildup designed to take Taiwan and the Sukaku Islands, control the sea lines of the South and East China Seas, and drive America out of Asia. The only, quote, good news the Biden, Lincoln, Yellen negotiations provide is that of a clear choice for American voters. If you believe, as Biden does, that we are simply in a strategic competition with communist China and that China's economic and military activities pose no existential threat, then you will agree that the prudent course is negotiations aimed at first stabilizing the relationship and then achieving incremental changes over time. Of course, in this view, you must also believe that Chinese actually want a mutually beneficial relationship and come in peace. Believe all that, and Biden is clearly your man in 2024. If, on the other hand, you believe China has no intention of ceasing its economic aggression, that its goal is hegemony in Asia, and that globally it seeks to control the world's resources and markets, then any one of a number of Republican candidates, with Trump clearly in the lead now, will be America's choice. You decide. Peter Navarro, out. Look around and tell me what you see. Every day. People in the street Said I used to work in a factory Right now, I don't work for anything
thousand dollar dollars overseas This ain't the land of milk and honey This is the land of trading Overseas And this ain't 